0: day let me see be one. oh what a day we had on yesterday whenever your grown children come by to visit on their own and you're not dead that's good That's a good thing. Spontaneously, whenever whenever you're able to see your children, or one of your children, who will come and visit you by herself and without her mother-in-law or monster-in-law and auntie-in-law is always a beautiful thing. So ladies and gentlemen And we had two great services on yesterday. And as you know, I took a uh, break last night after preaching twice yesterday. And spent some time with my daughter, Danita Evangeline White. And... uh, And so, uh, and then uh, I had to do some editing along with, uh, editing work along with my wife. We had one of our biggest days for the publication on yesterday, uh, this year. And uh, so it was quite hectic and thank, I thank the Lord for uh, Daniqua and Daniel, Ezekiel and Danielle who held down the fort uh, and made everything go, go, go. And uh, I give God the glory for that. And uh, uh, with that, my beloved, Ladies and gentlemen, in the words of David Jeremiah, men and women, in my words, wild men and crazy women, And family, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead, service family members. This is the Standing Between the Living and the Dead, devotional service number 819. 819. A service started by God Almighty, for I assure you I would have never started it, to try to help people get through the most difficult and most painful time Uh, In American history, more people have died from the coronavirus plague than all of the wars combined, they tell me. And so, my beloved family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, this is Daniel White, the third. President of Gospel Light Society International with the Scripture and the Sense podcast number 996 where I simply read the Word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary and or the Matthew-Henry Commentary, or some other reputable commentary or study Bible. And by the way, by the grace of God studying the Bible this way, line upon line, here a little, there a little, we've come a long way, Daniel, Ezekiel, We've come a long way, by the grace of God. It is quite amazing to me what you can get done little by little. And I taught my children that when they were growing up. Because oftentimes we read through the book of Proverbs one uh, one chapter a day for 31 days. And uh, I taught them by doing that, and I pointed out to them. Now, we have read the whole book of Proverbs, and look how fast the time went. That's how fast your life is going to go by. So, uh, if we can do that on a regular basis every day, and be done with the book of the Bible in 31 days, then you can do a whole lot of schoolwork that way. You don't have to do a whole lot at one time and cram for the exam. Just do a little bit every day. Be consistent. And uh, be faithful. And you can, you'll be amazed at what God will do. Now, uh, if I'm not mistaken, we started in Jeremiah and we went through all of the, what they call the minor prophets after that. And here we are in the last book of the Bible. And uh, it's it's been quite amazing, 996 different podcasts. We're knocking on the door of a thousand, I think. And so, beloved, this podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 8. This is what God laid upon my heart when he gave me the idea to do this podcast. And if you listen to each podcast, and we only cover, uh, I think, uh, with Daniel Ezekiel being the producer, we, we we only cover pretty much on average one verse uh, a podcast. And sometimes, you know, for context, two or three or four verses. But we stay in it until we complete it through at least two commentaries on it. So I believe that this is a this is a a, a Bible institute. This is a Bible university. Uh, you want to learn the Bible? You come here. And uh, you will learn it through this, uh, this uh, the means of uh, this podcast. Because we go line upon line, here a little, there a little. We're not in a r- I'm not in a rush. And uh, my son, being a young man, he might be in a rush sometimes. I've, I've had to slow him down a few times because I'm not in a rush. I'm going to be here until Jesus comes for me or until he calls me up for him. And so I'm going to keep on teaching the word and preaching the word. And uh, one of the reasons why uh, I'm live every day is because I'm going to do this anyway. My son is going to send me the podcast ready to go. uh, uh, And I'm going to do this anyway. My daughter, Danica, is going to make sure that she sends me what she needs to send me. My daughter, Danielle, is going to make sure she sends me what uh, she's going to send me. And uh, uh, and uh, I believe that we have my daughter, Danita who came by yesterday uh, with us tonight. And so we're glad to have her as well. And so... Uh, uh, I'm going to do this anyway I might as well do it with you and I want to thank all of you for coming being a part of what we're doing here and we've had great crowds great crowds uh, in the summertime <laughs> who knew <laughs> and we have shortened the devotionals I don't know we may have gotten more people to come back we short we shortened the devotionals I don't know Anyway, uh, we're looking at Malachi uh, 8.8, well Nehemiah 8.8 is where we uh, base this podcast uh, on, where it says Ezra and the Levites read in the book, in the law of God, distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. The aim of this podcast is that through the simple reading of the Word of God and the giving of the sense of it, the church would be revived and the world would be awakened and saved from the wrath of God and save from the eternal burning hell where everybody is going to go if they do not pause at the cross and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ who suffered bled and died on the cross for our sins to pay our awful sin debt. We are all bankrupt before God Almighty and we need somebody to pay the debt. And Jesus did so. And all you have to do is believe in him. And trust in him. And call on his name and ask him to save you. And he's the greatest lawyer of all time. He's greater than Ironside. He's greater than uh, uh, Perry, I think his name is. Perry Mason. Uh, Who never lost a case. And if he came close, he would do his head like this. Uh, Jesus is greater than all of these lawyers. Uh, Fictional and non-fictional. Uh, He's the greatest lawyer of all time. He has never, never, never lost a case. Put your very soul in his hands and uh, he will save your soul from the jail of hell. He'll keep you out of the jail of hell, the lake of fire, uh, where he preached and taught that the fire never shall be quenched, okay? So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved. And so today, my beloved, I want you to understand that uh, in order to be saved from the wrath of God to come and to be saved from the eternal burning hell, you need to hear and understand the most loving words ever spoken to mankind, the most magnificent words ever spoken to mankind, and the uh, most important words ever spoken to mankind in the history of the world uh, came from Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory. He said, for God so loved the world uh, that he sent his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. That is, perish in hell forever, but have everlasting life. Do you know him as your Savior, my friend? Tonight, God has done everything to save you from the hell that you deserve, but God is. A God of laws. God is a God of commandments. God is a God of justice. God is the God of doing right and righteousness. You must understand that. And so, contrary to what you think, and contrary to what many other people think, uh, we don't think... That sin is that bad In fact some of us Mock sin Which is uh, Spoken about in the Bible Or written in the Bible How that we ought not to do that And people who do so Are classified as fools Do not mock sin Sin is an affront Against God Almighty And so sin has to be dealt with Sin has to be dealt with God can't let that go. And so uh, the Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Isn't that true? Haven't you said from time to time, well, nobody's perfect. You know why? Because we're all sinners. We're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Even the people who look perfect are not perfect. Uh, And I'm sure you have found it out Mm -hmm. throughout life. People who look like they have it all together, oftentimes are the people who don't have it together at all. We're all sinners. Sadly and unfortunately, we have broken God's Ten Commandments, every last one of us. And God is the one who said that we're sinners. And he knows. He didn't need the pure Research Gallup poll to go and find out if we're all sinners. Because many of the sinners would have lied on the poll. Uh, we are liars. Thieves. People with evil thoughts and lusts towards people and things. We covet what other people have because we don't think God would give it to us. And we attempt to steal it, we attempt to take it. And uh, not only that, many of us if not all of us have disrespected and dishonored our parents. We have disrespected God Almighty by taking his holy name in vain. There's a woman who knows better in the news today and we haven't heard from from her in a while. Uh, and it's a shame that we hear about this. She said, if Jesus, she was talking about some grapes, if Jesus is trying to get me to crush on him, get me to get a crush on him, he's, it's working. Well, in our sin, uh, drenched the world, some folks won't even won't think anything about that, but that's disrespect to God and to Jesus. Nobody, male or female, ought to be talking about Jesus like he's a boyfriend or something. Like he's in the sixth grade passing you a note taking God's name in vain, because Jesus Christ is the Son of God and if He is the Son of God, and He is, that makes Him God. That's why the Jews wanted to kill Him. Because because they knew that if He was the Son of God, He is God. And He is the Son of God and therefore He is God. He has another name, by the way and that name is Emmanuel, which means God with us. Rest assured that God in His Holy Son, Jesus Christ, walked among us and lived among us while never sinning or doing evil in a human body. All God and all man And uh, he was tempted as we are, but never sinned. And he loved us so much that he took on our sins as the sacrifice. I mean, this is the greatest story ever told, man. It never gets old. It's impossible to get old. It's impossible. How can we come from little lambs, real lambs, being sacrificed for the sins of the people in the Old Testament and then boom out of heaven comes the Son of God and he becomes the sacrificial Passover lamb for the sins of the whole world. Red, yellow, black, and white because we're all precious in God's sight. My beloved. That's, that, that story is impossible for it to get old. It never grows old. People who are truly saved, they love to hear it every day. They love to hear it themselves. And they're already saved. It is beyond good news. It's the greatest news of all time. He died for our sins. He paid, rather, our sin debt. All the lies, the stealing, the robbing, the lusting, the coveting, the fornication, the adultery, the disrespect and dishonor of parents, and the uh, disrespect of God by taking his name in vain. He died for all of our foolishness, evil, and sin. And he was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Uh, That is, the gospel that Jesus preached first and best. If you don't know him, believe in him today and get to know him as your Savior. Believe in your heart in Jesus Christ. Believe that he suffered, he bled, and he died for your sins. He paid your sin debt. Make no mistake about it. And all you have to do is believe in him, trust in him, have faith in him, call on his name in prayer. For the Bible says, call whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Your mouth lets the world know, lets God know what's in your heart. So let's pray that prayer right now, believing in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ. Follow me in prayer, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner like the preacher talked about. And like your Holy Word talks about. I have sinned grievously in your sight, and repeatedly, and I have broken your Ten Commandments. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins, all of my failures, and all of my faults. As I now believe with all of my heart in your holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who I believe suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and in and come into my spirit and save my soul today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to repent of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil lifestyle. And help me to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus. For it is in your holy name, Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you prayed that prayer with me in sincerity and you believed in your heart, in the King of kings and Lord of lords, Jesus Christ, our Savior, may I say to you congratulations, for doing the most important thing in life. And that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. Uh, to help you grow in the faith, we have a free book for you. Titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Go to gospel society.com, And Click on the link regarding that book and there's another book right beside it how to be saved from hell straight from the Bible and uh, So that you can solidify salvation in your mind. You can read that first Free of charge as a free download and then you can read the other one second And you should be good to go as far as your next steps are concerned Also uh, Email us at dw3 at GospelLightSociety.com and let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you and start praying for you. If you have a prayer request, send it in to us and we'll pray for you until you tell us to stop. And so, uh, we give God the glory for your being here with us tonight. Now we're going to we're going to resume our service already in progress. And for those of you who just got saved, this will be your first official Bible study. And today we are reading Malachi chapter four verse four. Remember ye the law of Moses, my servant, which I commanded unto him in Horeb, for all Israel with the statutes and judgments. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we pray Lord tonight Hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Lord, I was not planning on doing it this way, but I thank you for leading me to go right into preaching the gospel. And Lord, we pray still for over three million souls to come to know your Savior. If that has not happened already, for Lord, we know that most people who hear the gospel and even get saved and get blessed never write in to say so. And I'm, I'm just as guilty. I've listened to preachers on the radio down through the years and, and have never written in uh, and to tell them how blessed I was. So Holy Father God, it's okay. And Lord, I do pray and I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy, your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word, and for all of the millions and many and manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years and uh, Holy Father, God, I pray. Uh, I thank you for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, and, uh, uh, Lord, all other blessings that you have bestowed upon me and thus my family. And, Lord, we trust for hundreds and thousands of other uh, Christian families that name the name of Christ. And Holy Father God, tonight we individually, who are saved and born again, we confess our sins, our failures, and our faults unto you. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us, Lord, of our sins as we from our hearts By your grace, forgive others who have sinned against us. Crucify our wicked, evil, and ungodly flesh for those of us who are saved, the old man within us, and fill us tonight with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord of your Holy Spirit. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray, Lord, that you would uh, deliver each and every one of us who are saved from temptation, evil, and sin, even tonight. Grant us, Lord, your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And help those of us who are truly saved and born again, Lord, to humble ourselves, and to pray, and to seek your face, and to turn from our wicked ways. And to repent of our sins and get back to you truthfully, you our first love. And Holy Father God, I continue to pray for those who are lost, uh, the religious and lost in the church, but lost. The irreligious as well, who have never uh, been in church. We pray, Lord, uh, for all people who don't know your Savior. Lord, uh, having not seen any fruit of salvation in my wife's life in over 34 years, I still pray for her salvation. And I pray that she would humble herself and believe in you and do it the right way. As uh, by your grace I had to do. I came out of religion too. And uh, got saved out of religion and in spite of the church, uh, got saved by your grace, and uh, Lord help her to do the same, help her mother to do it, help her two aunts to do it, and all of her family to do it, and uh, help uh, my mother to do it, and my two sisters, and all of our family members to examine themselves and see whether or not they be in the faith. Lord, I pray that you will have your Holy Spirit to work mightily upon the hearts of all of my children. Uh, Most of them are saved and uh, act saved. Uh, I'm concerned about one or two. They may have been slipped to mickey. Help them all to examine themselves and see whether or not they be in the faith. I do thank you for the privilege of leading them to you every last one of the seven children on their seventh birthday Uh, and uh, that's a date that they should easily remember Uh, and uh, they know what they should do if they are saved and so I pray that they will do what I did and that is to witness to the family members that they're coming in contact with, instead of uh, being brainwashed by them, uh, being uh, uh, negatively affected by them, or uh, negatively influenced by them for evil communications corrupt good manners. I raise them by your grace, by myself, humanly speaking, to be witnesses for you and not to follow people but to have other people to follow them to you for their salvation. I pray that you would fortify them on the inside and help them to stand strong and firm against the evil family members and evil church members where they are and not compromise your Holy Word, and not become Judas, which has always been a concern because uh, my wife, Marika White, is the greatest Judas that I know. And, uh, and, uh, and she's my greatest enemy, uh, and has been for 34 years. Uh, but you gave me the wisdom to deal with it, and Now after 34 years of praying privately for her to lay lay aside her Jamaican uh, pharistic pride and humble herself and denounce whatever took place, church membership or whatever in Jamaica and truly become a born-again Christian. And uh, she will find that living the Christian life uh, will not be as much of a struggle. And I pray this for all of our family members who have uh, that problem. Now, Holy Father God, we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that you would revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving and mourning. Lord, help us never to drop our God. Help us to be sober-minded, vigilant and watchful at all times, and prayerful at all times. Help all of the people listening in tonight and participating, Lord, Lord, to uh, pray without ceasing. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, even tonight, lift all of our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties, and fill us with your peace that pass of all understanding, your joy unspeakable, your holy serenity, and tranquility of mind and heart. I also pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ tonight that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic demonic spirit of Judas Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias, out of my wife's life, Marika White, and out of her, all of her family members and all of my family members. And Lord, if any of my children have picked up that demonic spirit, and I do believe uh, one or two have, Lord, drive that demonic spirit out of their lives and that demonic influence from their lives. Uh, some call it a generational curse. Uh, That's one of the things that has come out of the charismatic movement that I believe. Uh, I mean the scientists talk about DNA and there may be a spiritual DNA as well, Lord, I don't know, but uh, it sounds about right to me. Curses that come down through uh, the demonic spirits of the ancestors. Lord, drive them away and protect, Lord, all of my children from those things. And bless them going forward in their adult life. And I pray this for all other parents and their children as well, uh, who name the name of Christ, uh, to be successful and productive and helpful to others. And most of all, Lord, as I told my daughter uh, Danita Evangeline White who wanted to be a missionary from the time she was a child and she has been on the mission field several times. She worked a miracle for her to do it and uh, uh, she and my daughter Danny both. Uh, Danny never really talked about being a missionary uh, but uh, she has been a missionary and I thank you so much for that and allowing Danita to see her spiritual dreams come to pass. And uh, I thank you for blessing me to have a hand in her life like that. And I also pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, as I told her yesterday, uh, that she and all of her siblings need to get their minds on you and keep their minds stayed on you praying without ceasing uh, and they will have, all of them will have perfect peace in their lives. And I pray this for other uh, Christian young people and I told her that she needs to remember all that you have done in the life of our family to proclaim the gospel by any means necessary around the world and then I listed a bunch of things that you have done through us and even through her and even through her siblings and they need to focus on that and not get caught up in uh, their devilish and de- demonic uh, demon field family members and church members and people that are on the job and all of that uh, for Uh, There is a call for us to separate from the ungodly uh, uh, only to uh, make sure we witness to them but not get caught up in their foolishness. And Lord, help them not to mess up their lives uh, with the foolishness of wicked family members, friends, and church members and help them to be the strong Holy Spirit-filled leaders, servant leaders as they call them, them, uh, and lead others instead of being led by others. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would rebuke and bind the devil, his demons, and his hosts from them and from all of our children, uh, so many who are being negatively affected Particularly, so many younger people, even younger than my children, who are going back to hellhole schools. Lord, excuse me. uh, To hellhole schools across this country in danger of coronavirus, in danger of monkeypox, in danger of polio, in danger of being shot, uh, in danger of worse. Lord, in danger of being turned into a homosexual. God have mercy and grace upon these children, all of them. And uh, Lord, touch the hearts of their parents instead of fussing and fighting and protesting uh, to get their children out of the schools like so many thousands have, and I thank you for that. And homeschool their children the rest of the way. And so, Holy Father God, I also pray, based upon your holy word, asking ye shall receive, seeking ye shall find, knocking it shall be open unto you. Deliver us tonight from all distresses and afflictions for those of us who are saved and who are willing to confess our sins and repent of our sins and turn from our sins and obey you. Deliver us also from all tribulations and troubles and trials and temptations and tests and tensions with lessons learned. Lord, please do not let any of us out of anything until we have learned to obey you and fear you. And Holy Father God, we pray uh, in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for the great day you gave us on yesterday. Thank you for the great day that you gave us today. And thank you for allowing us to be here tonight. And I pray that you would deliver each and every one of us under the sound of my voice and all Christians who name the name of Christ around the globe. Lord, deliver us from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems, and troubles and difficulties that we're facing. And uh, Holy Father God, thank you for protecting and remembering mercy uh, while dealing with us and chastising us and rebuking us. And uh, also, uh, uh, punishing us uh, by not allowing, so far, a major, massive uh, housing crisis, food crisis, medical crisis, and utilities crisis. And so, Holy Father God, I pray, in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, I pray that you would continue. You've done it for many years, over many life, uh, uh individual lives i pray that you continue to bless and protect my family and uh, all of my offspring uh, my grandchildren and lord uh, all the way down and lord protect us all from ourselves our flesh and the devil And from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the world, uh, evil people in the church. Place, Lord, upon us tonight the whole arm of God. Surround us with a band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. And have all that we do and say be done for your glory, praise, and honor. And for the glory and praise and honor and lifting up of your holy Son, Jesus Christ. For it is in his holy name we pray. Amen. I still feel like singing. I'm convinced now that I can't. But I can say, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Since I laid my burden down Glory, glory, hallelujah Since I laid my burden down I feel better So much better Since I laid my burden down I feel better so much better since I laid my burden down. You know who I think can sing that song and just kill it. Uh, what was that boy name? Justin Bieber? I believe that boy can sing that song. Y'all tell, y'all tell Justin Bieber to record that for me when I laid my burden down. I believe that boy here, he could tear it up. I believe that. I remember one evening, my family and I, we were driving back from Virginia, and we always traditionally stopped in Eden, North Carolina. It's our stopping off point. And we'll stay there a night or two, go to Tuesday, uh, Ruby Tuesdays, stay at the hotel behind the Ruby Tuesdays. And uh, the people knew us and we knew them. Uh, And we were on our way back and I, I stopped by a Dollar General on the way out of town. Getting ready to get back on the road, and I walked into the, to that store, a dollar general store. This is, and this is the first time I ever heard Justin Bieber sing, Really, and I and I asked the person. I said, "Who is who, Who's that on that, singing that song?" And to me, I guess. It, it's one of his greatest hits, I guess. Uh, he said something along the lines of, "If you uh, love yourself, uh, you should you should you should go and love yourself, or something to that effect." And I said, "Man, that's that's powerful, and that boy can sing." And she said, "Yes, sir." Uh, that's Justin Bieber. I said, "Okay." Well, I believe he could sing that song. And I lay my burden down. Anyway, I read in your hearing Malachi chapter 4, verse 4. Now here is the sense of it. Here is the understanding of it. With the help of the Holy Ghost and also with the help of Mr. Matthew Henry. Here is, he says, a solemn conclusion. Not only of this prophecy, but of the Old Testament. Conscience bids us remember the law. Though we have not prophets yet, as long as we have Bibles, we may keep up our communion with God. Let others boast in their proud reasoning and call it enlightening. But let us keep near, and I like this, and this is, and this is what all born-again, saved Christian people need to do. Do not get caught up with the world and all the scintillating things, the silver and the gold. Don't get caught up with uh, family members who are going astray. Don't get caught up with friends who are going astray. Don't get caught up with church members and church folks and pastors who are going away from God and his word. No matter even though it's not it may not look pretty and it may not be fancy. You stay with the simple things of God. As I told my wife yesterday, uh and uh uh and I told my daughter Danita as well in a sense that is You need to keep your heart and mind stayed on the Lord. And the best way to do that is to pray without ceasing and read and meditate on His Word. You stick with the meat and potatoes. You don't get caught up with the fluff. And you will stay stable. And you won't be tossed by every wind and doctrine of the devil and of demonic field and demon field family members and church members and friends. Now, I know that may sound kind of hard to you, but we're living in hard times. We need to hear hard truths. We have family members who are demon field. Some of them are homosexuals and lesbians on the down low, and they'll try to convince you to be that way. And you don't want that demonic spirit to rub off on you. You have we there are church members and pastors who are secret homosexuals. And I believe the pastors who are the so called inclusive pastors, I believe that they're homosexuals, my opinion, they're homosexuals on the down low. And they're trying to get the church to accept their own lifestyle that they're doing secretly. That's what I truly believe. Or they have done it in the past. And somehow they are sensitive to it. And so you need to be very careful. And there's nothing wrong. uh, And I say this to. uh, All people who name the name of Christ. There's nothing wrong. With sticking. With the book. Sticking with prayer. And. And. uh, being with your family who's going in the same direction. And yes, sir, yes, ma'am. If family members are not going in the same direction of the Bible and prayer in the Word of God and their deviance and they deviate, uh, you have to separate from them, too. Oh, I know I'm saying something right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You got to separate from them too. and does not make any difference if it's a parent, a child, an uh, auntie, a uh, mother-in-law, uh, uh, a grandmother, or whoever, uh, whoever. If they're not lining up with the word of God and they're trying to cause you to do evil, even trying to cause you to disrespect and dishonor your parents who brought you to this point in life, you need to get away from them. Separate from them. There are many verses in the Bible that talk about how that you must separate from evildoers, evil people, and protect yourself lest you be lest you develop a spirit of bitterness, hatred, rebelliousness. See, And what's going to happen to you, the people that you, you have developed this spirit of bitterness towards and this hatred towards, they have the wisdom and knowledge and understanding to let you go on your way. And let you be that way. Because you're not going to learn it the easy way. Because of your pride, your stubbornness, and your rebelliousness. And, you, and, and the evil communications that you've allowed into your life. That have made you look like and act like a different person. And you know you're wrong. Your conscience is uh, making you feel that way. Uh, The Lord is making you feel that way. And you don't like it. uh, But you are trapped because you have allowed that in your life. And if you don't cut ties with it. Uh, It's going to be with you until you die. And the person that you you think you're hurting or getting back at, they're going to let you go your way. And let you learn it the hard way. And they're not going to be bothered with your foolishness. They'll pray for you, and that's going to be it. And they're going to feed you out of a long-handled spoon. The Bible is very clear. To not run with those who are evil, loud, boisterous, foolish acting, in their behavior. Family is, and by the way, I've already told you, family is not everything. I know you people don't like to hear that, but family is not everything, people. I mean, that's very clear in the scriptures. Jesus' own family turned against him and his neighbors and his friends and he went on with his mission. One of his main church members betrayed him to his face. And I'll never get out of my mind when Jesus saw the betrayer Judas coming to kiss him. He had already made arrangements. The one I kiss is Jesus, Jesus already knew he was going to do this, so probably before he even hit his cheek, Jesus looked at him and said, betrayest thou me with a kiss, Judas? You you can't make this up. This is the greatest story ever told. Betrayest thou me with a kiss? Betrayest thou me with promise of money, promise of support? Betrayest thou me uh, with lies, a lying kiss? So, do it God's way, everybody, if you're saved. Don't do it your way, and don't do it their way. Because they're going to mess up your life. Totally. Totally. And mess up the vital relationships that God wants you to have. And you're going to, you're going to need that and you're going to miss that. And you won't have that because the people who uh, you think you're getting back at, they're going to let you go and do whatever you want to do. They know that you're the kind of person that has to learn it the hard way. You're not going to learn it the smart, easy way. You're easily duped. You're easily deceived. Uh, you, 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 you are the kind of person who would rather hear a lie than the truth. And, and they're not going to work with you on that. They don't have the time, the waste, trying to convince you otherwise. And so they'll just, they'll just go ahead and let you go. But they don't want you to hinder them and to influence them with your negative foolishness. They don't want to be bothered. And so you need to make sure that you are in tune with God and with the Lord. And uh, that you do what the Lord wants you to do. For evil communications corrupt good manners. Stay with the Bible. That's what Dr. Matthew Henry is saying about this passage. Stay with the meat and potatoes. Prayer. Bible. Bible witnessing and focus on what you need to be doing for the Lord and you don't need to be worried about what everybody else is doing and I cannot explain this to you but if you focus on God and Jesus and obeying God and doing what the Bible says and praying without ceasing God will open up the world for you and as he says he'll make your enemies at peace with you Dr. Matthew Henry continues, but let us keep near to that sacred book, that sacred word. Stay close to the Bible. That's why these uh, devotional services are important. You say, well... um, do you want to be the only one doing the devotional services nope i've been ever since i started these devotional services i have been telling pastors this is what you ought to be doing some kind of devotional service for your church the sad thing is most pastors do not have devotions themselves and they definitely definitely do not have devotions with their wives and children and, I, and so I feel funny sometimes saying, the devotional that you have with your wife and children, just share that with your church. That's all. Open it up. Put a camera in the living room. Y'all gather around. You pray. You read the Bible. You read a devotional. You sing a song. Every God, in this day and time, with what's going on here, I believe, Every God called pastor to have a devotional service every day going forward until Jesus comes or until God calls them home. No, you don't have to come and see me. I'd rather for you to see your pastor. But most pastors are not doing this. they don't even have a heart to do this. and this is what's needed most. Well, I can preach about a whole bunch of things. I have sermons waiting. And I, the way God is leading me, this month seems like I'm just going to do this for the month of August. And then on my birthday, as I've done in the past, start preaching again on the 15th. And have a great day of celebration with my two youngest children who were born on my birthday. And uh, go from there and then probably preach for 100 days straight actual uh, sermons. And, and do the devotional at another time in the day. In, in fact, I'm letting you know now this devotional service probably will be done early in the morning, starting September the 15th. I don't know I don't know what day that is. Okay, September the 15th. This devotional will be going on, Lord willing, if the Lord Tares is coming in the morning, and I'll be preaching at night if the Lord tells is coming and we live now I know the devil is going to try to stop that but these devotional services are important in fact I believe they're the most important services that a pastor can have right now and I want to still I have many pastors listening to me tonight they always do and they, you know they, they want to see what kind of crazy thing I'm going to say tonight and pastor's wives who hate my guts but they still tune in God bless you but uh, I want every pastor to have devotions. Now, one thing about these devotions, you can't fake it. If you have not been doing them for the past 34 years, it's going to be hard for you to do that. And the people going to, your family members are going to be on the camera looking strange. What are we doing now, daddy? <laughs> We've never done this before. <laughs> and, and yours can be far more simple than mine and, 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 and shorter, okay? Five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen minutes at the most. And do that for your church family. Anyway, stick with the word through which this sun of righteousness shines upon the souls of his people. Stick with the word. Stick with prayer. Stick with obedience to the Bible, to the word. Stick with the old uh, time faith. Go back to the old landmarks. They used to sing that back in the 60s. Aretha Franklin and all of the great gospel singers. The old landmarks. My grandmother Beeman and them, they taught me about that. They must keep up a believing expectation of the gospel of Christ and must look for the beginning of it. John the Baptist preached repentance and reformation as Elijah had done. The turning of souls to God and their duty to God is the best preparation of them for the great and dreadful day of the Lord. John shall preach a doctrine that shall reach men's hearts and work a change in them and that's what needs to be done today we need to go back to the old time faith thank God for the remnant thank God for the 7,000 they have not forgotten the word they see people ripping and running and doing this and that they stuck with the word and let me tell you something The Pete listen to me very carefully The people who stuck with the word when everybody was running for uh, the prosperity gospel and money come to me and the big fine house on Porkchop Hill and appearances and fake it till you make it and trying to be cute with your fake self. And let let me just say something to you. Uh I told my wife about this today. We saw we both of us saw a lady who's sixty five years old. That means five years from seventy. And we haven't seen her around now. now. The last time we saw her, she was looking closer to her age. But we saw her today and she looked like she's thirty five or thirty. You say, Oh that's that's great, is no, no, not really. Not really, not to me. Not to me, as a Christian, I believe that uh, you're not being real. I believe that you're being a phony and, and you're full of vanity. No 65 year old woman ought to be looking like she's 35, unless, unless she has lived a holy and clean life and has eaten nothing but vegetables and fasted and everything else, And maybe, maybe. But even at that, we're talking about 45, 50. 55 maybe. But no gray hair, no wrinkles, no nothing. And I'm not only talking to about women who do this. We got men who do it. And I preached on this before. I believe that Christians are to be authentic through and through. You do what you want. I'm not mad at you. And I'm certainly not envious of you or jealous of you. But I do believe that the people of God ought to let it all hang out. As far as uh, being real, and, 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 and at some point stop trying to be cute. That's not necessary. It's not good. You got uh, you you you're supposed to be a grandmother, and you look like uh, uh, like one of your daughters. Uh, and it, but you know, even when you do that, people. Can tell is fake. And uh, Christians ought not want to be called fake. Be yourself. One of the things I have appreciated about my mother, she never dyed her hair. Once the gray started coming in, she never dyed her hair. For some reason, she never dyed her hair. And I, 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 I'm thankful that I've had the same spirit. I've never used Grecian formula. I don't even know what's in that stuff too. Anything that can turn your hair black or brown cannot be good for you. Same thing for you women who dye your hair and all that. That cannot be good for your brain. It cannot possibly be good for your brain. Stop all of this vanity and all of this foolishness. Because you show up as a fake. When you come... You appear as a fake. So if you're fake on the outside, you probably are fake on the inside. So you, know, you do what you want, people. I'm not mad at you. I'm just pointing out something to you that I think you need to consider. Thus he shall prepare the way for the kingdom of heaven, the Jewish nation by wickedness laid themselves open to the curse that's what has happened to the American church and I have prayed it I don't think I'm far off but I believe that we're the worst church in the history of the church and and in the history of over the past two thousand years we are worse than the Laodicean church Because we're the church who has been spewed out of his mouth. We're out on the street. Huh? Look at me. Generally speaking. The Lord has vomited us up. We're so pitiful. And so compromised. And so bought by the world. With 30 pieces of silver. And now pastors can't say a doggone thing. Have you noticed how quiet pastors are today? They've been paid off. And some of them got duped in being paid off. Obama told uh, Tyler Perry and told Oprah to go down there and give a million dollar offering. And, and, and I'm surmising now. And other stars to do the same thing. And send in a large offering to a preacher so and so. And kind of let them know that uh, you're for homosexuality and homosexual marriage and everything and and, and say to them in so, so many words uh, that we don't want you to be preaching against the homosexuals and uh, the Neanderthals, the transgendered people and all of the freaks and queers that's going to come into your church, okay? So here's uh, 1.5 million offering for you. You use that, preacher how you wish. That's your 30 pieces of silver now. You be quiet. They've been bought by foundations, given money uh, by the government to build buildings and we're not gonna bother you, you don't bother us and our agenda. Because the top devil and principalities and powers above they're laughing their heads off the people the illuminati people who run the world and they want certain things to go and i guarantee you the head of the chairman of the the chairman of the board of this group is a homosexual queer uh transvestite uh drag queen And they, want, and they set out to change the world, and they're doing a good job. And they're laughing their heads off at the pastors who have compromised and fallen down like a uh, dominoes. They're laughing. They, they, they're, they're, they're laughing all of the time. They drink more liquor, and they laugh. And they're laughing their heads off. They're laughing their heads off at pastors who know better letting drag queens into the church. Married homosexuals into the church. And you wonder why we're catching the hell we're catching here today. And it's getting worse contrary to the happy talk politicians. The happy talk pastors who are in cahoots with them. It's getting worse. Don't listen to this happy talk. Things are getting worse. You mock my words. The children that you're letting into the school, they're gonna be running out of the school here soon. Just, just you mock my words. I told you this for the past three years, and it happened every time. Or oh, you gonna homeschool those children? Either you're gonna do it willfully, or you're gonna do it by force. And if you love your children, you will do it by, you will do it willingly. Anyway, God was ready to bring ruin. God was ready to bring ruin upon them. But he will once more try whether they will repent and return. God is loving like that. God is merciful like that. And he will. One thing God will do is give you space to repent. And God gave us a whole lot of space to repent. And we're the worst church In the history of the world. It's almost like we're a big fat zero. Thank God for the 7,000 though. Thank God for the remnant. And thank God for the faithful few. You know who's showing up now? On Wednesday night, prayer meeting. Sometimes even the pastor doesn't show up. The faithful few. And it's not the 7,000. But the faithful few. That's it. The remnant church. Therefore he sent John the Baptist to preach repentance to them. Let the believer wait with patience for his release and cheerfully expect the great day when Jesus Christ shall come the second time to complete our salvation. But those must expect to be smitten with a sword with a curse who turn not to him that smites them with a rod. None can expect to escape the curse of God's broken law, nor to enjoy the happiness of his chosen and redeemed people, unless their hearts are turned from sin and the world to Christ and holiness by the grace of God the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with us all Amen shall we pray Holy Father God we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ Lord thank you for that idea and uh, that you just gave me as soon as I started praying. But Lord, I do pray now that you will help those of us who are saved. Lord, help us to humble ourselves and to pray. To seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways, help us to, Lord, repent of our sins. Help us to turn from our evil ways and from evil people and to get back to you and the old landmarks. Save those who are lost. Revive those of us who are saved. Heal those who are sick. Comfort those who are grieving and mourning around the world. And Holy Father God, we pray for all people who uh, claim to be Christians. Have mercy and grace upon us all, and please forgive us of our sins, of not obeying your great commandment or your great commission. We have failed you. Lord, those of us who are willing to confess these wicked sins, Lord, I pray that you will forgive us and show us grace and favor and mercy. And uh, Holy Father God, I pray for all uh, ministers of government, from the president on down to police officers around the world. I pray that you would save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, lead God and direct all of them, that we may lead peaceful lives going forward for the uh, time that we have left. And Holy Father, God bless and protect all of your persecuted Christians in Nigeria and around the world. Please deliver them Lord from this crisis. And grant them your grace for their trying hours and their dying hours. And uh, prepare us for our day as well. And, Holy Father God, I pray for the peace of Jerusalem, and I pray now, yes, Lord, I pray for the millions of people who are still hurting and reeling and grieving and mourning from the coronavirus plague and other plagues. But Lord, we pray for a few by name. Lord, we pray for the family and friends of Kenya resident Josiah Oyuji uh, Oigo. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Germany resident Melissa Medina Gotipi. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Germany resident Belinda Ramzan. And, Holy Father God, we move on and we pray, Uh, Lord, for those uh, who have sent in prayer requests. And we pray for the thousands who have sent in prayer requests down through the years. Hear and answer their prayers, hear and answer our prayers for them. And uh, Lord, we pray for all of these folks who have sent in prayer requests in the past and even today. Uh, We pray for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings. Lord, upon them today. And Lord, we pray for some by name. We pray for Pastor Brashebae, And we join him in thanking you, Lord, for great services at the Kim Il Ali Church. Please supply all their needs for church construction and land purchase. Please comfort uh, Pastor Donald's family and the family of Okiti's granddaughter. Lord, you're the only one who can comfort like we need to be comforted. So please comfort them, protect them, and provide protect them and provide for them uh, the food they need throughout the month of August uh, election period. We pray for Vicky. Please heal and strengthen Josie and David. Willis, please bless him with the money he needs. And Lord, we pray for the people who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel. Thank you for blessing me to preach the gospel tonight. At the beginning of this service, we pray for these who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel from this ministry. We pray for Misanbet, Ashley, Patricia, Diago, and Alex. We commit these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. And Lord, help us to continue to proclaim to proclaim the gospel and save those who are lost, revive those who are saved. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. Amen. If the Lord tells us is coming and we live, Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow night. Pray without ceasing. Keep your heart and mind stayed on the Lord. And uh, one of the things I told my daughter, Danita, Evangeline White on yesterday that the best way to keep your mind stayed on the Lord and receive his peace uh, that pass of all understanding is to pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. You will be amazed at what God will do. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time as we listen to the hymns of the faith.